We're just going to roll in here with, with Sean. And um, uh, and I, I, on the way to talking to Sean about his events this evening and the book he wrote, which maybe one day we'll do a great deal more on, uh, if I want to get all of you to join us, uh, if you like good discussions on January 11th for the 14th Annual Annapolis Summit at the Governor Cavern House in Annapolis, it's your chance to hear uh, and talk with Governor Larry Hogan, Senate President Mike Miller, House Speaker Michael Bush to get your questions answered, your thoughts heard. Uh, you can get tickets by calling Haley Polling at 443-524-8161, 443-524-8161, or emailing her H-P-O-L-I-N-G at thedailyrecord.com. The Annapolis Summit is sponsored by the Daily Record, Stevens University, Hopkins Center for a Livable Future, uh, Maryland State Education Association, Alexander and Cleaver, VPC and WEAA, but be there on the 11th, 7 to 10 a.m. and join the conversation. We close out today with not a great deal of time to talk about the book, but we can get what we can get in here in the next four or five minutes uh, with Sean McFessel, author of Nonviolence, Ain't What It Used to Be, Unarmed Insurrection and the Rhetoric of Resistance. Uh, he'll be speaking tonight at 7.30 p.m. at Red MS Bookstore. Um, so, uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault, I have to say. I kept saying, no, but let's keep talking. This is too good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we didn't leave quite as much time as I hoped for the book, but that's all me. Um, yeah, so I... I wrote this book as my dissertation research. I took about three, two, three, four years um, interviewing maybe 50 people who were involved with um, kind of the scrappier end of the Occupy movement as well as people who were sort of really vested in this idea of nonviolence. And I noticed that we kind of had particularly these sort of generational gaps around the, the term nonviolence and very mismatched understanding. So I wanted to understand, first of all, what's up with nonviolence? Um, why is there so much disagreement around the term? Why is it kind of generationally marked? And, you know, how has, in one sense, how is the meaning, how have the meanings changed over the years? So, for example, some things that typified nonviolent action um, when people were talking about it in the early 70s get called violent in, you know, 20, 2011, 2012, 20, you know, up until the present. Um, so what happened with the term nonviolence and why? And then also, um, you know, I, I think that we have inherited this way of talking about things from previous waves of social movements. And yet our conditions under neoliberalism and our conditions since, you know, the last 40 years have really shifted in ways that shift what social movements have to respond to. Um, and particularly we see that it's a sort of uh, an honor to be here in Baltimore talking about this. We see that in terms of rioting. Um, so one of the things that I really focus on is what kind of falls outside of nonviolence in its in its various meanings that um, that seem to be a big part of movements now. Um, and certainly, you know, the 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 Baltimore uprising um, last year and the important role that that played in raising raising concern, raising issues about um, endemic police racism and, and violence against communities of color um, is, a, is a great example of that. So what I tried to do in the work that I'll be, <laughs> I'll have a little more time to talk about this evening at Red Emma's, is I, um, I, I trace the sort of shifts over time um, that happen kind of structurally in terms of economics, in terms of kind of s sort of ways that social control is exerted by the state. And I, I trace the kind of history of what nonviolence has meant, the ways that it's still relevant and some ways that it's become irrelevant and some ways where just the meaning itself of the word has changed. And then I actually spend quite a bit of time kind of talking to um, rioters, I suppose. Um, I didn't ask people their direct involvement, but people around that stuff. What is it that's worthy in that? What is it that people are doing? Is it really just sort of this 
you know, tantruming or whatever, the way that it's often dismissed? Or is there something to be said, a valid political form of expression that, that happens through those forms? Well, there's so much I could ask you about this and we could talk about. I, I think that uh, as someone who's been a, uh, who was in that nonviolent movement, in the civil rights movement, and is, I think nonviolence is complex from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily all nonviolence to start with. Mm-hmm. It also had to do with self-defense. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's also complex about where that, what's a tactic, what's a strategy, mm-hmm. and what's a way of life. So, so, and, and, and what you said and what the other said at the end of our conversation, the question of intervention versus non-intervention is not as easy as yes or no yeah. just because you're on the left. I think a lot of the time our framings are, you know, the place to start with all this stuff is to really look at our framings and see if they kind of fit what's going on. You know, one interesting thing that I found um, when I was interviewing all these people that were involved in this stuff is the, the basic division between how people think of it wasn't between people think that it's between sort of violent people or whatever and nonviolent right. people. The real division that I noticed was you have this within sort of both camps, if those are even camps, you have people who talk in terms of doing something to get a certain effect, kind of strategic thinking, like this is what we want to do and we're going to do this to bring it about versus this kind of more like uh, people talk about principled nonviolence, kind of Gandhian style or whatever, or even among kind of pro riot folks, people who do it for sort of the, the expression of it. And they, they don't concern themselves with the facts. That to me is a basic division that I look and I think that's the sort of strategic action whatever that looks like versus the kind of expressive so, thing. I have to interrupt because we are out of time. Yeah, We're up against totally. the clock. But, <laughs> but see Sean McKessel tonight with his book, uh, Nonviolence Ain't What It Used to Be, uh, Unarmed Insurrection and the Rhetoric of Resistance. Tonight, 7.30 at Red Emma's Bookstore. Uh, you know where it is on North Avenue by Cathedral in Maryland Avenue. It's right there on the corner. Uh, and uh, be there at 7.30 tonight and hang out. Have a cup of coffee or drink and interact with Sean. Good to have you in the studio. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me, Mark. It was a fantastic conversation. Good. The Mark Steiner Show is a production of the Center for Emerging Media. Our senior producer is Mark Gunry. Our producer is Amani Spence. Our research producer is Calvin Perry. Our engineer is, um, is Andre Melton. Uh, uh, our theme music by Walmart is a clean cut. Send me your thoughts about today's program to talk at steinershow.org. The podcast is Steiner Show and share it with your friends. Visit us on the web at steinershow.org. Or listen to us via your favorite podcasting app. And for your source for cool jazz and more, WEAA 88.9 FM, the voice of the community. I'm Mark Steiner. Take care. <laughs>